Return to Camp Blood, episode 38, Community Spotlight with Nathan Barker. This episode is brought to you by Friday the 13th Franchise.com. Jesus Christ. Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing the wicked stay here. Never come back again. Welcome to another episode of Return to Camp Blood. I'm your host, Oz, joined by my fellow counselors, Eric. What's up, y'all? And Lando. Hola. Yeah, tonight we have a special guest on the show. Uh, Actually, he is the official man behind the mask for First Jason. Nathan Barker. How you doing, Nathan? Good. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, good. Thanks for coming on the show. No problem. Glad to be here. Yeah. So so you are the actual man behind the mask as Jason for Ari Lehman's group first Jason. Is that is, is that right? Yes, that is correct. You can see me in the latest music video for Heed My Warning. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of uh of photos and, and videos with you in them and stuff, and it's uh Pretty impressive. Um, you, you actually uh, pull off a very, a very good Jason. Um, how did you, uh, I guess, get started with uh, with Ari as his uh, as his guy? Well, uh, what had happened was I had met Ari at, on the convention scene. You know, just uh, basically as a fan attending like all the us. conventions. <laughs> Yep, just like just like that, you attend the conventions and you make connections with people. And Ari was actually getting ready to shoot the video for Victim uh, a couple months. It was a couple months prior to the shoot for the Victim video. And I don't know if you guys recall that he had a, a fan campaign uh, where people could pay to be in the video and whatnot. And Ari and I were chit chatting about that at a show, and uh, it was a tattoo slash horror fest in Tenley Park, Illinois, just a couple months prior to when the film date was going to be for that. And I uh, couldn't end up making that video shoot. And Ari said, well, we're going to end up doing another uh, video for Heed My Warning. And we just started talking and chit-chatting and it just kind of took off from there. Um, I had a couple good ideas for a filming location, which we ultimately shot at a, an old insane asylum in, in Bartonville, Illinois. Um, and Ari liked that idea. So we just, he just put his put his thoughts to it, and we went from there. Awesome for for a, a song titled "Heed My Warning." Um, was it ever thought to possibly have someone stand in? I mean, I know no one can really stand in for the legendary Walt Gorney, but um, "Heed My Warning." You would think that there would uh, there would be, if at all possible, a, a crazy Ralph uh, reference to the, to that video. What's that you say? You're going to camp blood, ain't you? Never come back again. It's got a death <laughs> curse. We always have yeah, to walk, I, work in a, a crazy Ralph reference. Of course, of course, and that would have been a that would have been a great uh, a great respect to him if that could have been worked out. So, are you a geek like we are? With I mean, with Friday Thirteenth, how did you? I mean, I love that question, Eric. <laughs> it, well, it's it's the truth. I mean, we're nerds. Coined by Eric Anderson. Yeah, we embrace, we embrace that shit. And I found cosplaying Jason, it doesn't bother me being around people. I mean, 
and it, it cracks me up. Now you have to get this. Does it surprise you? Cause it surprises me at how many people actually want to be victimized. Oh, absolutely. Um, the people just love it at, at the first Jason shows. Everybody wants pictures with Jason. You know, they want they want the choke pictures or the machete up to the neck, and they just love it. Absolutely. It's a great time. I mean, it's just, it, it's so insane to me. I mean, the first time that I cosplayed Jason and somebody asked me to choke them, I was like, uh, Really? you're gonna yeah i'm i'm a stranger in a hockey mask that is known for killing people and you want me to put my hands around your throat it just it was just odd to me completely well kane's been making a living doing that at conventions for quite a few years now (laughs) yes he has absolutely and so what is your favorite movie in the series is it versus the cosplay that you do or do you have another favorite well, I was always a partial fan to Versus, obviously, with the, the crossover film. But honestly, my my favorite of the series is Part 6. Part 3 and Part 6 are, are definitely my favorites. Um, but if I just had to pick one, I would definitely go with Jason Lives. Oh, my God. A man after my own heart. I love it. Ugh. I love it. Hey, <laughs> Jason Lives. I just by hate. Far, my favorite one. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's such a great film. I don't think it gets enough credit. You know, the funny part is, is that's what it is. It's like with part six, as I love the movie, but like CJ Graham probably wouldn't even be like a top five favorite for me playing Jason. But that movie, that's always it's that in part two. But Jason Lives is always the one that I come back to. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't think CJ got enough credit uh, for his role of Jason. I just think he did a phenomenal job. Um, unfortunately, I've yet to meet CJ, which I've met most of the other Jason actors, but he's definitely on my bucket list. Yeah. Yeah, he's on our list too to try to to try to get on the show. We, I've tried to, I reached out to him a couple of times, just haven't been able to to make it happen just yet. Well, we always well hopefully he can that. join you soon. Yeah, hopefully. With you portraying Jason like that in the videos and whatnot, I mean, you remember hearing you know Derek Mears emulating Ted White a little bit. I mean, do you have any? Do you have little little bits of all the Jasons that you will use, or is it just this is your own version? You know. We talked about that before we shot any filming, and I had had some discussions with some of the other Jason actors prior to that, and and it's basically, I guess, a combination, if you want to call it that, I guess my own sort of take on it as well. Um, There wasn't really any anything specific as far as that I was trying to mimic a particular film, Um, so I would basically just say a combination. Do you have have a favorite Jason from, from, I mean, I know you said part six is your favorite film, but... Do you have a favorite Jason from the franchise? I I would still say the part six and then, of course, versus. I would say those are definitely my top two as far as the Jason look or just uh, the character itself. So we got a we got a fan of zombie Jason here. <laughs> do you have that definitely, moment? Get, do you have that moment when you get all gussied up and whatnot. You just kind of look in the mirror and you're like, oh, man, holy shit. Do you have that moment or did you when you first started doing it anyway? Yeah, when I first started, I definitely had those. Um, definitely now, so much it's it's not as much. But uh, anytime we do a first Jason show, before you walk out of the the dressing room or get out in the crowd, there's always there's always a little bit of excitement, a little bit of little little bit of butterflies, if you want to call them that. I I can totally imagine. Now you have a a Facebook page, Death Curse Design, don't you? Yes, I do. 
just recently started that page actually about midsummer. And I've seen some of your signs and uh, for the people that don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Nathan makes uh, Camp Crystal Lake signs. Uh, they are phenomenal. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. And uh, so what made you decide to get into that? I mean, with, you know, we're so niched it with Friday the 13th and uh, and people doing replicas and props and whatnot. Uh, what made you want to start doing the signs? Well, I tell you what happened with that is as a big collector myself and having attended conventions over the years and collecting the autographs and, uh, you know, signed props and posters, um, you know, most people are a fan of signage and I am too. I have a lot of, a lot of different signs, you know, the, out in my garage, lots of signs, uh, you know, all kinds of random decorations, but, um, I, I never really seen any signs at the conventions or, on any websites for sale that really were something that I was interested in beyond the typical uh, yellow part one sign that you commonly see. Um, and I thought to myself, you know, why don't I, why don't I just make them myself? If I can't find them anywhere, I guess I'm just going to have to jump right on in and, and make some myself and then see if there's any interest, you know, from that point on, I basically just started it for my, for my own collection and then just tried to gauge interest from that point forward. Um, and that's pretty much how it started was just, just for my own collection. And it just sprouted off from there. Now, now your signs are, are solid wood, right? Yes, they are. Is that right? Okay. Cause I do. Yes, have, I don't, I don't I have, offer any resin castings of any signs, like what you see, uh, the hard plastic or resin, resin casts that people will make. I don't offer any of those. Okay. Cause, cause I've seen a couple at conventions that are, um, they're like, uh, they're not styrofoam, but, I don't know what they're made of. I, I've got a small one. Um, I mean, it was, it, it's really like, I mean, I paid five bucks for it, but I mean, it, it looks good, but it's not nearly the size that I really wanted. Um, they did have a, a bigger size of it, but it was made of the same material. It's like a, it's like a foam, foam kind of material, but um, you know, it, it, it looks pretty good, but I've, I've always wanted really a, a full wooded, you know, authentic looking, looking sign for of uh, camp crystal lake and i've just like you said i, I at the conventions I, I go to quite a few of them and i've never i've never actually seen um any for sale anywhere and i mean even some of the bigger shows that i go to that you know the vendor rooms are just enormous i mean they sell bookshelves that look like coffins and everything else but you can't find you can't find a camp crystal lake sign anywhere so it, it's kind of kind of disheartening at times yeah, it is. And that's kind of what started my process, too, was as big as the Friday the 13th franchise is, you know, billion dollar industry and all these collectibles and to not have the signage there. And uh, with all the films and all the different signs that you see, that's basically what got the wheels turning for me. And I'd always been uh, somewhat of an artist before, and I just decided to go ahead and make that happen. So how difficult is it? I mean, because of the Camp Crystal Lake sign. I mean, it's really just that main version of things. And you can talk about the Camp Forest Green and get into that. But coming up with your own ideas, how hard is it to come up with something that is unique, that's going to be different, that people are going to be interested in? Do you take requests from people and they submit designs of what they want things to look at for, 
you know, or look like for from you? Sure. I've had a couple custom orders that people had requested blood spatter or some additional weathering, uh, things of that nature. Um, I did come up with a couple designs on my own that were just, uh, that, that aren't, that aren't necessarily true to a specific film. Um, that I just, I just kind of came up with on my own as just a, a general, a general display sign. Um, but if you've noticed during some of the films, uh, some signs you might only see for a matter of a few seconds. And uh, I'd be happy to share with uh, my latest project uh, of a sign that I'm working on replicating from part six that I've been in touch with several people about um, people that were involved with the, with the actual movie, um, you know, trying to, trying to get some, some better reference photos and things of that nature uh, compared to just a, a quick Blu-ray screenshot um, and what that sign is, is actually the, the leaving forest green sign that you see for a split second there. Um, it's got the sun and the trees on it. <laughs> Don't forget to buckle up. Yeah, exactly. Where can people get a hold of you to order a sign or talk to you about a custom made sign? They can contact the Death Curse Designs Facebook page. There's going to be a lot of new stuff uh, posted uh, that people can see very, very soon. Um, like I said, I have several, several sign projects in the works. I just haven't completed them yet in order to get them posted and, and get the word out there, but they can contact the page directly. Now, what kind of variations do you have in terms of size and that kind of thing? What kind of price range would people be looking at if they were interested? It, it just depends. Uh, obviously if it's one that's specific from a film, uh, some of those, the larger signs, um, the shipping costs are just astronomical. Um, so that would be more on a, on a custom made, uh, basis rather than just something that I would ha already have in stock, uh, that would just be ready to ship. But, uh, just some of the general signs, I don't know if you guys have looked at the page, uh, recently, but there's a, a version that I, that I made, uh, out of, out of respect for Freddie versus Jason. It's the sign that you see on the roof of the cabin towards the very end, you see it for a very split second. And, uh, that one shipped, uh, right now uh, is typically $80 shipped. Mm -hmm. And when you go about to make something, when you go to make these signs or if there's one that's custom, about how long does it take you to complete that process? Less than a week usually. Um, obviously with a custom sign, that there could be other things that could take longer. Um, but typically if, if it's just a one specific order, uh, less than a week, I can have it ready to ship in less than a week. And I mean, and that's just, that, that's really cool. I mean, your, your attention to detail is, is, is genuinely phenomenal. And, um, yeah, I, I had talked to you earlier and, uh, yeah, I, I really wish that you could be down to horror hounds in Cincinnati. Um, but you said I you had a just, prior. Yeah. I was just going to ask if he was going to be there cause, uh, Ari's going to be there. Yes. And I spoke with Ari a few days ago, actually, um, the location where we shot the heed my warning video is actually being torn down. And I had gotten hold of Ari just to kind of let him, let him know, you know, Hey, the, the, the film location that we did that is being torn down. And, uh, he had mentioned, you know, he had brought up a horror hound and I haven't ruled it out yet. It's a possibility. Um, I would definitely love to be there, especially, uh, to see Ted white. Uh, you know, Ted's just such a phenomenal guy. I've got some great stories, about Ted. Uh, I'd love to see him one more time before he, before he hangs up the Sharpie. Um, so I haven't ruled it out yet. And I, and I might just make an appearance there. I, I definitely, uh, 
I won't be if I do make it, I won't be there as a vendor. That's another thing that I'm looking into uh, for shows later on in the year, possibly uh, Days of the Dead, Indianapolis, Days of the Dead, Chicago is uh, actually being a a vendor um, and expanding uh, the business that way. Have you have you been to either to those shows before? Yes, I've been uh, I've been to them. Uh, I, I typically go to Days of the Dead, Indianapolis and Chicago every year. Um, I haven't missed either one of those for the last several years. You talked about it a little earlier there. You have some stories about Ted White, but going around with conventions, videos, and that kind of thing with Ari Lehman, you got to have a, a, a dynamite story you'd be able to share with us here about, about Ari. You know, uh, there's too many. Ari's such a great guy. <laughs> We've had a lot of good times. Um, <laughs> if, if, I, if I could share a very humbling story about Ted White, though, I'd love to share that one with you. Sure. Please. I actually had just listened to your podcast with with Ted just uh, our dark conversation. So it was his friend. Um, when when Ted was at the uh, 30th anniversary for part four, um, we were I was helping Tim Schultz out from Cryptkeeper Nine Productions at his table for the weekend at um, Mask Fest uh, Horrorhound Indianapolis, and that was in September of 2014. And Ted's table was, yeah, was uh, right across from ours. We were all kind of all the Friday the Thirteenth related people. Yeah, all the Friday the Thirteenth related people were were kind of all in the same little corner of the of the uh, of the room. And Ari happened to be there, and Adrian King. And the he, my warning video had not been released yet. It didn't actually come out for about another month after that. And I had not seen any of the footage uh, that was filmed prior to this. And Ari had called me over to his table and, you know, said, here, check this out. So I was looking at it and it was just uh, it was just some some edited footage that, you know, was in the process. And he actually said, uh, you know, here, let's go show it to Ted. So we walked over to Ted's table and Ted watched the I don't remember how long the video clip was, maybe roughly 30 to 40 seconds worth. But it was some great shots of me uh, in the video. And I remember Ted looking up at me and he, uh, he kind of had this smile on his face and he said, you did a great job. He said, you nailed it. He said, looks great. You did a, uh, did a great job as Jason. And I, that moment for me was something I'll never forget. I mean, it's just, it's, it's ubiquitous throughout the Friday community. Uh, what a wonderful human being Ted white is. I mean, I loved talking with Ted. I mean, just some amazing stories and what a humble great man i mean i my hats off to him i mean i he happens to be my favorite jason and that's who that's what i cosplay whenever uh i'm at conventions is ted white's version and uh it's just it, it it's just it's flooring i mean from from ari i mean He's got some good stories about Ted and, and punctuality <laughs> and uh, to Adrian King, to Melanie Kinnaman. I mean, Eric Anderson, everybody we've talked to without even bringing them up, bringing him up, they automatically say what a amazing human Ted White is. And I mean, it's just I mean, I, I you'd be hard. I, I don't know if there is a bad story you could have about Ted. I mean, it's just he's that type of guy. I mean, just wonderful. I and yeah, I absolutely I mean, we, agree. Yeah, I mean, we we had we talked to to Nathan Hanneman from Horrorhound last week, and he said it just it he probably should have expected this, but when when they announced Ted White for the the show in Cincinnati, that the amount of people that that wanted to be there 
for his his final show to be with him and and his people that never really even worked with him they they you know some of them were, were just and happened to be in a, a different Friday the 13th movie but got to know him from doing conventions and things like that and you know uh, it's just you know regardless of whether it's someone that's worked with him or just someone who's just been graced by by meeting and knowing him i mean everybody just just loves that man and just wants to be um around him and it's just uh i think it just pays shows testament as to what kind of what kind of human being he is yeah i definitely agree uh like i said just those few days at that particular convention and having our uh helping tim out at his table uh for the few days there um and actually getting to spend some additional time with ted uh, he is. Uh, he's just a great guy. Uh, I made that comment earlier today, actually, uh, that he's just such a such a nice guy in general. And uh, I can definitely see why people uh, sing his praises because he is definitely great with his fans and just a, just a super guy. Lots of great stories. And an, another another great person that I mean, that really holds a special place in my heart because I mean, he 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 was the first Friday alumni alumnus that we uh, actually had on the show, and that's Mr. Ari Lehman. Man, he is a character. I love Ari. I mean, not only is he he is wicked on the guitar. If you don't know about it, look Ari Lehman up playing the guitar, and you will be floored. And I mean, and damn. It, you are one lucky man, sir. <laughs> well, I definitely appreciate that. Uh, it, it's great. Uh, like I said, I, I'm just honored to even be uh, associated and and getting to do the things that I do with them. It's it's a blast. I think it's the amount of muck you have on you, uh, because uh, Ari emphasized that people that cosplay Jason need to have more slime and muck on them. <laughs> I did hear that. I did hear him mention that. And uh, I think he mentioned where he's never seen a, a boy in the lake cosplayer, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he, yes. he has said that. <laughs> Somebody's got to gotta at least attempt that. Uh, if I was younger, I would definitely give it a shot. Well, I've, I've got a nine, almost nine-year-old, and um, he's not real big into this, the convention circuit just yet. But and when he gets he gets a little bit older. I, I might just have to throw some slime on him and, you know, shave, you know, put a, put a skull cap on him and just for the hell of it, have him show up at a, at a convention that Ari's at just to, just to see what he would say. Oh, I think that's a great idea. I'm sure he would love that. Yeah. I figured he'd get a kick, a kick out of that. Absolutely. And it, it, it would definitely be the first and it, and who knows, it might be the last one he, he'll ever see. Actually, I'm sure he'll would love to get a photo with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Oz, I think that uh, Mr. Blake may end up with a cosplay. <laughs> that might and, that might actually be a one way that uh, he might be okay going to a convention. I don't know. He he's not one for being on his feet that long and standing in lines and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I don't know. We might be able to get him there for a day or something. Now, who did you did you do all of your uh, your cosplay, did you make all of that yourself or who did you have do that? Um, well, the, the two main costumes that I have, the one that you see in the video was kind of a, a, a mashup. Um, it, it, it 
focuses more, I guess, on the versus look, if you will. Um, I actually I weathered the pants up in that uh, for that costume myself, uh, in the boots and the gloves, um, the jacket and undershirts, and that that you see in the video that was made by uh, my good friend John Gerald at uh, Frighteous FX. Um, my prop machete that you see that was made by Tim Miller at Dirt Nap FX, another great guy. Uh, Tim makes awesome products. I highly recommend him. Uh, you can find him uh, at some of your your conventions also. And my mask was a was a custom design that was made by another good friend of mine, very very good friend of mine, Tim Schultz at Crypt Keeper Nine Productions out in Pennsylvania. Uh, He's awesome. I, Tim does great work. Uh, I have in my personal collection of his probably a dozen masks. Um, just phenomenal work. And Tim is a Tim is a great guy. Uh, I can't say enough good things about Tim. But what we did was, um, obviously, we needed to come up with a custom piece. So what what we did is we just uh, we sat on the phone one night and he said, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I, I, I want to pay respect to, you know, the everybody before. Um, and I was, you know, we were just throwing some ideas around. And what that was 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 basically a, a, a part four blank, uh, you know, with the axe cut and uh remake chevrons um versus straps and the base color uh kind of kind of mimicked off of part six with some of the weathering and 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 the general base colors uh with that and then uh i told tim i said i want it to look like you know basically someone smacked jason in the eye you know with a baseball bat or something like that and that's where you see the the spidered look around the eye that's that's where that idea came from where can the uh, listeners find you on the web? Uh, any of the fans, we appreciate the first Jason support. I know, I know Ari's very grateful of, of any uh, shout outs we can get and, and just very, very appreciative of all the fans. Uh, Firstjason.com. You can uh, stay up to date on concert locations, uh, convention news, uh, merchandise memorabilia. Uh, beyond that, um, for those that are, that are on my personal Facebook page. Uh, but other than that, my, my, business page for death curse designs you can stay up to date on camp crystal lake signs there outstanding uh, and are you uh are you on twitter or anything like that no i am not uh, i'm also no, on okay. instagram uh it's nathan uh underscore Voorhees underscore barker uh nathan Voorhees barker on instagram all right uh please rate review and subscribe wherever the hell you listen to the show if you'd like to support the show financially, head over to campbloodpodcast.com slash donate. You can send your questions and theories to our Facebook page, tweet at campbloodpod, or send an email to feedback at campbloodpodcast.com. You can also text or leave us a voicemail at 757-637-0216. Please also consider checking out some of the other shows on the Tangent Bound Network, like the network's flagship show, the Tangent Bound Podcast, Talk Sick Podcast or The Night Keep. You can find these shows and many more at tangentboundnetwork.com. Special thanks goes out to the Downriver Rat for our intro and outro music. You can check out his music at the downriverrat.com. Until next time. <laughs>